The Weekly Shots Podcast with your host, The Shots. Randomness, yo. Brian, the brainchild. My whole thing in life, though, is you question everything. And Uncle Daddy. Hi, Uncle Daddy. Yeah, that's me. Hello, folks. This is the boy Shots, and I'm hanging out with Uncle Daddy and my best friend in the world, Mr. Brian, the brainchild. We are, <laughs> wow, noted. No, we are <laughs> hanging out, just chilling. We're, we're going to go ahead and give you guys a good show tonight. Quick recap on what happened last week. I had a couple one too many freaking beers, but, you know, eh, it happens. Coach. Just, uh, just mm, one or two too many. About 20 too many, John, shots. Yeah, I just want to go ahead and tell you guys I apologize at the end of the show. my <laughs> Probably my voice was a little rougher than it is tonight, even though I can't even hear any difference. Oh, yeah, by the way, quick shout out to my boy Zane. Uh, pot calling the kettle black. My <laughs> Jesus Christ! 100%. After hey, after I listened to myself on this podcast, I was like, uh, Zane, you still sound like you're from the north. So I'm gonna eat my words on that one, Zane. You're the shit. Either way, um, yeah. That that this is you know just a quick recap on my part. But uh, how about uh, Uncle Daddy? How you feeling tonight? Yeah, that that uh, we're gonna start dealing out dealing out uh, apologies. I definitely have a couple. <laughs> that was rough to listen to. First of all, I don't know about you guys, but I yeah. feel weird hearing my voice. It, it's odd. I just want to. Yeah. I want to change it a little bit. I, I just. Know. I gotta find the, the right tone to talk in. Yeah. How's this? Yeah. Does that sound good? A little bit of Uncle Barry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One thing that I took away from that uh, podcast after listening to it, a little sound bite. Yeah, I apologize to both of you. Um, the funny part was, I think uh, my wife listened to about 15 minutes of it before she threw the headphones off, and she's all, uh, I can't hear this anymore. She basically told me, like, I'm glad you have this recorded, because that's what I have to deal with on a daily basis. Oh, jeez. You don't let me talk. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, yeah, that, that was a pretty brutal podcast to listen to. It was it's, not bad. I think you guys just, it was, A, it was the first one. It's our first podcast. And so we were excited, and we're touching on all these different things, and then we're just kind of touch, you know, we're just excited to do it. That's all. I think we've got a good thing here. I think there's a good chemistry in between us. Yeah, I've got a lot of other opinions, like about it. Well, it, it felt nice. Uh, some of our friends, family, <laughs> listening to it, being nice to us, and telling us like. Hey, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe a couple of wink winks in there like, uh, you should probably go suck start a nine mil. <laughs> <laughs> Can we all agree we're not going to put in our two-week notice at our day jobs? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> not happening yet. John, you're not going to put down on that Tesla? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went ahead and called Tesla. I was like, uh, it might take a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, let's put that on hold. <laughs> yeah, may have overstepped my bounds on that one. Yeah, got to get through the first, you know, season maybe. Yeah. So, what what does uh what 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 do we got for today? Well, you know what? I was checking out something interesting that caught my eye the other day. Um, I don't know if you guys remember that I was an Uber driver. What? <laughs> oh yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, so you know, I felt a few extra bucks here and there. You know, Uncle Dad has got a lot of kids to take care of. I think John mentioned we're at seventeen. <laughs> like Christ. a hippie guy with five jobs. <laughs> did, did you actually make any money on that? Yeah, I did. Actually, one of my buddies he started it first. Uh, I mean, I had heard about it. It was advertising, and then my buddy got into it, and he's like, oh, "You know what I'm noticing? 
I tend to be a follower. I have one friend in Orange County. Seems like everything he gets into, he eventually leads me down the same rabbit trail. And there I go, holding his hand. La da da, here we go. But anyways, one thing that caught my eye was uh, there's a another uh, car service that's starting up. It's called a Chariot for Women, and this mm. one focuses on just women drivers picking up other women passengers and they will allow a male under 13 is the age limit for the males it has to be 13 and under so mm. the thought behind that is uh it's, it's a couple in um boston who the husband was a driver and i didn't realize this but apparently the ubers the lifts and everything like that they've been getting sued lately really uh for sexual assault what? and in california there's uh there are pending lawsuits about uh, the um, drivers being classified as independent contract contractors or actual employees so leave it to yeah. good old california to you know to more lawsuits. Jack up a good thing huh <laughs> jesus right? wow so what what i'm hearing is what i think i'm hearing is is it just like a bunch of women that basically don't feel safe in an Uber car with a man driving, or is it Uber men driving the cars or Uber women driving the cars that don't feel safe with men in the cars? Which, which, well, what here's the, the thing I don't know how you guys feel, but like Brian, your wife, yeah, I mean, if she had to get a ride somewhere because you're tied up or something, are you telling her, hey, why don't you just grab an Uber? I mean, that's the thing now, Reason, why don't you just take an Uber? Why don't yeah. you call Lyft? Everybody knows the taxis are sky high. Their prices are higher. So what Uber and, and these other driving companies are supposed to do is run background checks. It took me like a, over a month to get cleared before I could start driving. Really? But apparently the background check that they're using, it's very, it's either they're not screening them and they say they're screening them because it turns out some of these offenders have a record. Oh no! They shouldn't have been driving in the first place. Wasn't there the the Uber guy who went on a, like a shooting spree? I remember reading something about that in the news. Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure I read something on a Uber guy. Now, you have to understand that what this is all allegedly. <laughs> all right, <laughs> so we don't really necessarily know what Uber uses as their screening process, and it, it could be the same thing that Walmart uses. Or it, this is all alleged, so we really don't know. Now, the thing with I don't even. It's, I definitely remember reading the article about the Uber driver that went around on the shooting spree. And I don't even think his wife. I'm pretty sure he was married. Um, I don't think his wife even knew that he was having issues. severe issues that would yeah. cause him to want to go on a shooting spree. Now, the thing that the, the thing that captivates my mind is: is it women that don't feel comfortable in Uber cars? What What is the well, motivation behind? creating a all-woman uber you know type thing well i think the the you know at first the uber thing took fire and everything's all good it makes sense hey i want to give you a ride you need a ride how do you hook up with somebody you know like dude i just want to go down here and i only want to pay 15 20 bucks as opposed to a taxi who's going to charge me double that so that's what uber essentially does you're a private contractor uh, you know you're saying like well i'm willing to give somebody a ride if they just give me some gas money and hook it up a little bit so basically what I'm trying to freaking say is I'm pretty sure I seen something about a website about Uber riders that have gotten into cars and they thought their Uber driver was hot and 
what what's the story on that so here's the biggest thing as an uber driver everybody knows you're making your money at the end of the night by picking up all the drunks from the clubs and taking them home okay so some of the times i'm picking up the people i'm sure other drivers experience this too you're actually picking them up and taking them and it's random the app that you download on your phone that hails you and tells you hey uh, we have a, a cab service for you do you want to accept this do you want to take this but you don't get to see the person all it tells you is hey there's something available in your area you have 20 seconds or 30 seconds to respond you hit yes on that app and then it gives you the address and then you drive there now the person on the other end sees that okay we have a car coming it'll give you an ETA estimated time of arrival when he'll be there and then they'll see the the type of car and the color so they know you know oh this guy's like in my case I'm pulling up in a convertible BMW so does it tell them male or female (laughs) no it doesn't say that you don't know if it's one person three people or five people what wait so if I if I go on the Uber app and I say I want a car I want to ride from somewhere is there an is there the chance that a car could pull up with three other freaking people? No, 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 no. Okay. I I'm saying the passengers. Them. Got it. He doesn't know if he's just picking up you or he's picking up uh, all three of he us. He don't know if he's picking up a whole gangbang. Got it. You know what? I think this is a good idea. I think it's going to take off because women are going to want to feel safe. They, I mean, they don't want to get in a car with some grubby dude, you know, with freaking who smells like beer and he's going to hit on. They don't know what to expect, but if they get into an Uber car with a chick driver or something, they're going to feel a lot more comfortable. And guess what else? Dudes are going to want that, too. Uh, don't think you understood the concept of this. If you're a dude, you have to be 13 or under to get into that car. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And by the way, if you're an Uber driver and you smell like liquor, pulling up to pick people up, pretty sure nobody's going to get into the car anyway. Oh, you're the driver. The whole point of this is you, you have to be either a woman or under the age of 13 to be a male to get into the car. It's called, what is it, chariot something stupid? It's going to lead to it. Chariots for women. Yeah, chariots Show for women. Show some respect. Okay, <laughs> whatever. Now, here we go. How about equal rights, everybody? Everybody's talking about equal rights. I want equal rights. Equal, 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 equal. Go fuck yourself. Now, if you want equal fucking rights, get in the goddamn car with an equal fucking person. Who gives a fuck if it's a fucking man or a woman driving the car? Uh-huh. Who cares? Let me tell you something. Cover your fucking knees up. Get them, shots. Go fuck yourself. Either way, yeah. point that I'm trying to Gets bring in. is, yeah. I feel, let me calm down, I feel that it's complete bullshit that a company can say that a freaking, that a cake maker will have to freaking make a cake for a gay couple at a wedding. You have to fucking do that, but a company can open their fucking doors and say, a man no men. cannot get yeah. in that fucking car. Yeah. I'm pretty sure this is fucking America. Well, it's like... What the, is the... Okay, yeah. are you basically trying to tell me that if I'm a gay fucking man, yeah. I have more goddamn rights than a man himself? Is that what you're fucking telling me? Yes. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. This company will fucking never take off. It better not take off. That's... Shots is a pain. No, shots fired. Shots fired. I got fucking shots fired indeed. They've got gyms just for women that are only allowed to enter by women. And that's different it. story. Now, Same hold idea. on. Now, got it. Now, this is my deal. You go to the gym. You see your girl. She's get, trying to wear something. I don't know. I don't wear fucking spandex, but I imagine it's goddamn comfortable, right? Yeah. But you got dudes, and a woman has curves. 
Yeah, gonna be looking at all those curves. And for women, I'm pretty sure they don't want to feel like a piece of fucking hot dog walking down the goddamn, you know, then why walking are they down yoga the puns. No. Yoga pants, I imagine, don't ever quote me as saying that I've worn them. Pretty sure they're fucking comfortable. But, <laughs> that sounds like, like you I'm saying, them. hold on, calm down. <laughs> now, if a fucking woman wants to wear back goddamn yoga pants yeah. and if the chick's, you know, checking her out backstairs, I don't know, maybe she feels uncomfortable there too. But, if I was a woman and I wanted to wear yoga pants, definitely wouldn't want dudes freaking staring at my shit. Because you can definitely, ladies, by but the way, you, you can can't, see your shit. You but either dr- way. You can't dress yeah. like that and not expect no dudes to look. It, okay. You can't. <laughs> Ain't you no can't. coming back yet. Damn, you want to play with magic. I got you. So you want to play yeah. with magic. Hey, I know where you're going, Karma. But either way, this is where I'm going with it. Ladies, fuck, I'm going to get labeled so many things. But I don't care. I just say you're out 3 a.m., half freaking drunk. You get into the freaking car. Damn. I just kind of reversed my whole opinion. But either way, (laughs) that's awesome. Way to take a stand. Uh, Boom. Uber, do your freaking job. Check these people. Make sure they're freaking good guys. Uh, If society breaks down to the point to where a woman can't even feel comfortable getting into the freaking car with another man, what the fuck are we doing here anyway? Well, it's not just that. There's one case in particular where uh, uh, a girl got picked up at the end of the night. They end up hooking up. She woke up in a hotel room the next morning. What? Called wow. the police, said she was raped, and they also uh, charged them with kidnapping, kidnapping and rape, because she regretted it the what? next day. However, wow. the charges were dropped because she did, she refused to pursue it further. Yeah. But uh, perfect example. But this guy got off a little bit because so you have a choice to turn that app on or off basically saying you're on duty or off duty mm. so he's alleging well I was not an Uber or I wasn't a driver at that point it's not just Uber I don't want to just keep saying yeah. Uber I was not a driver at that point because his application was off so at that point they're consenting adults just two adults hooking up Yeah, but it's, but it's that whole hey if she's buzzed and regrets it the next day thing it's called rape it's a thin line out there Well, it, I'm glad I'm married There was ton, I've heard tons of different stories too anecdotal stories of people who've like just the next day they both regret it. There's even one instance I remember hearing, allegedly, of these two chit, this dude and this chick, and they were texting back and forth. Hey, you want to meet up? Yeah, we're gonna have sex. All right, I'm gonna bring the condoms. Okay, see you soon. And they were talking about it over and over again over the text messages, all documented. They hook up. The next morning, she claims rape, and then later it says, "No, I changed my mind." And then, but the dude still got kicked out of the college and nothing happened to the chick. Okay, Brian, you're talking about sacred soil. This is sacred soil. You can't be a fucking human being in America if you don't have a college degree. And if you're a goddamn college and you you just don't freaking follow the masses right now, what is the masses leaning towards? Fixing the freaking corrections of our previous freaking ancestors. I get it. I get it. You know what we call that in the Marine Corps? A knee-fucking-jerk reaction. That's what America's going through right now. Knee-jerk reaction. So, yeah, now, I, now, you know, this is kind of cool. So the girl that's leading the charge on these lawsuits, this is like her 10th one, and she, um, she targets these type of business models where they're set up as 1099s. So basically, they're not paying the overhead for insurance, uh, all the costs that for gas and maintenance and your health and all that you have to pay all that they're just paying you for your your labor your service 
Uh, she has a nickname. It's called uh, Sledgehammer Shannon. Oh, damn. Her name is Shannon Lise Roden. And <laughs> she's she shut down cleaning companies that are set up this way, uh, a bunch of other taxi service type businesses. Uh, here's a funny one. So uh, strippers mm-hmm. actually had a, a little lawsuit going on because they weren't considered, you know, they're, they're classified under 1099s, meaning uh, they can just, they're private contractors, they can go dance anywhere. Yes. But then they fought because they said, well, technically, this is our job. We have to be here. The stripper companies were saying, were taking a stance like, uh, we just have the poles. It's, it's their choice whether they want to dance Good on them God. or not. So this girl, uh, Sledgehammer Shannon, just went after them and, and kind of got that all squared away. There's some big payouts here. We're talking about anywhere from 12 to $50 million class lo- action lawsuits. Damn. I was a driver for a little bit. I hope I get a letter soon. <laughs> Fingers crossed. No shit, huh? <laughs> so... Yeah, I mean, my my idea on this is I think a lot of people in this world, I think a lot of people wake up in the morning and they look at themselves in the mirror and they say, mm, I don't like where I'm at right now, so I'm just going to go fuck everybody else up. So we've got... Um, we've, yeah, we've got so you, you touched on it, you know, about the girls not being fair and everything like that. Um, so when I was looking into it, there's the so you like you touched on it like so they have this for the guys and this for the girls so I thought about the Hooters thing you know did you guys do you guys remember hearing that story about you know uh, guys starting to protest like oh well oh, we yeah. want to be servers over here that one gay ass dude yeah <laughs> yeah is that a fact well allegedly he may be gay but yeah <laughs> the guy that wanted to work at Hooters so I was trying to look up that information and I came across this and I'm going to show you this for the first time I want to get your initial reaction All so right. somebody was actually eating at a Hooters and uh, was uh, <laughs> thinking to themselves okay they have all this you know what we call it, eye candy you know for guys girl yeah. eye candy and yeah. he thought what do women have so apparently this uh, genius in Texas decided to open up a franchise of his own called Tallywhackers. What the? Oh my God. Are you familiar with the term tallywhacker? I, I've, I think I've heard the term <laughs> once or twice in my life. Yeah. <laughs> Describe what you're looking at. Okay, I'm looking at all these dudes wearing speedos. They're buff guys. They have the bodies I wish I had. No oh, kidding. Holy shit, they're ripped. Makes me want to do some sit-ups right now. I need to go to the gym more. Damn, and stop eating pizza. Oh, we're, we'll, we'll we'll have to touch that subject later on. <laughs> I'll try going to the gym at all. Seriously. <laughs> What the hell? Okay, so it's called Tallywhackers. All these dudes in freaking Speedos looking all sexy and shit. <laughs> and wait, what What do they serve there? What I, oh, what I bet I, you it's hot dogs. Yeah. No. Number one. Dogs? Yeah, that's going to be their uh, signature food there. <laughs> what do you think about that, Shots? <laughs> Fucking tube steak. Yeah. You guys want to go eat there? We should go. We should do it, and then we should, like, periscope it or something. There's a, there's a couple... Uh, Funny kind of things on the menu. You got the jerk chicken sandwich or chicken club. You hey, do the- you think do you think women make fun? You, you think so? If if I was a woman and I sat down at that bar or whatever tallywhackers, it's kind of wild. But um, and I order the short rib. Do you think other women would like uh, you virgin? <laughs> She's not ready for the tallywhacker. She's not ready for the one pound. All be frank on a fresh bun. Well, Serve by the way, they mustard. do sell chili dogs, so I don't know how many women you see out there eating chili dogs. With two At Tallywhackers, co- probably going to be a bunch. Err, one of them. Err, one of them. <laughs> That's Plus, you wild. can get the S&M, S&M burger. 40 sheets of uh, meat. 
<laughs> but either way, you know what? That, that I like seeing this kind of stuff. The I, famous I really flamer. Do. Anybody it's hungry fun. for the you know, famous flamer? It 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 is fun, but it's somebody stood up and said, you know what? If they can do this, then I can do that. They can do this, then I can do that. Which is kind of condescending on what I was talking about with the whole freaking Uber thing, but. Well, what the, this does, this takes that whole sexism thing and just throws it right back in their a face. A wrench in it. Yeah, it, it does throw a wrench in it. I guess, I guess where I was going with it is if, you, d- it. if you don't feel safe getting into a car, then we're yeah. fucked. That's yeah. all there is to it. You know, which I was thinking about that today while I was driving down the road and I thought to myself, how many hitchhikers do you see anymore these days? You don't see hitchhikers. And I'd be damned if you see a hitchhiker, are you going to stop and pick him up? Him or her? Yeah. Jeez. Probably Are not. you going to? No. We're, we've been... All right. 60s and 70s, pretty sure a ton of freaking hitchhikers. People went all the way across the country hitchhiking. Well, that's because it's illegal now. Is it? Yeah. It's illegal to hitchhike? It's illegal to hitchhike. Well, I, I never go fuck that. myself then. Have you, you guys ever tried hitchhiking? I've never tried it, no. No. I used to hitchhike when I was younger. Obviously what? not by myself. Yeah? M- with my mom. Do you have a story we about that? To, well, oh, wow. just I, Wait, I was really young. My mom, I mean, we used to take the bus everywhere. My mom had a car for a while, but she got in trouble with the law. She was in and out. That's another story. So we used to always take the bus everywhere. And every once in a while, we would hitchhike. Now, I don't think it's a bad thing because I don't know if you guys remember yeah. growing up and watching uh, the Incredible the Hulk, <laughs> Bruce well, Banner. Yeah. 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 This guy hitchhiked everywhere. Yeah. So I thought it was cool. Yeah. You know, bing, 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 bing. <laughs> Bing, 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 bing. At the end of every episode, sitting there walking the road with his thumb out, and people pick him up and take him from town to town, and he does something heroic. So I'm like, well, this can't be bad. Yeah, just in case they don't want you to do Jay and Silent Bob. We would hitchhike. My mom and I would hitchhike. I mean, just not across country. It would be from like, uh, you know, McDonald's and back home or somewhere near Disneyland and back home. Uh, We live close to Disneyland, so it made sense. How old were you? Oh, geez, I must have been like um, anywhere between six and eight. Really? Yeah, yeah. It sounds crazy now. Yeah. But like you said, back in the 70s and early 80s, it was the thing to do. I did hitchhike one more time when I was a teenager. Funny story. Uh, Me and my high school friends, we used to go to this one place in Irvine where we used to go drink and smoke and just hang out. It was it's kind of think about it we used to go on these we used to drive to faraway places to go hang out and drink instead of just like hanging out at somebody's house so we had one place that was like high up above and it would overlook the city so it was really nice because you would see the the city lights and everything like that and uh, I can go there now with the kids it's actually like a hiking trail but to us it was just a drinking spot and I only saw it at night (laughs) I could not find it during the day (laughs) I only knew references at night like there's a gas station I need to make a left there's a car's junior, make it right, and I'll follow this twisty road, and I know there's a park, and we sneak up to the top of the hill, and we'd all go drink and smoke. This is before Google fucking maps. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Shit, you had to learn. I don't know if I can be a teenager points. in these days. Oh, my God. Right? Brutal, yeah. Wait, but when I was uh, eight years old, around about that, I was picking up aluminum cans on the side of the road with my grandmother. Hey, man. Oh, boy. It's a cold world, man. Gotta make a living. You damn right. Hey, man, hey. I Ubered. Hey, absolutely. <laughs> i tell you what, though, man. She would, we would go recycle those cans. And then she would take us to Jack's, yeah. and we would get it like this combo of Jack's. And dude, shit, Is that growing me? up in Alabama in the yeah. freaking eighties, yeah. that was like a birthday party. You know, you talking about Jack's, to, like Jack in a Box, or it's no, called no, Jack's? Well, it's called Jack's. It's a fast food chain. Yeah, 
we would split combos. We there literally would split them. You know, my kids, they get a six-piece nugget Happy Meal that cost me half my fucking dick. But either way, they get that much. thing. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. That's man. not much. That's a good deal. Good call. Yeah. 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 Boom. Obviously, inflation hasn't hit over here. But either way, um, you know, shit's expensive. But I would get, I would get like, we would get a combo. A small ass little combo, Brian. Are you okay over there, yeah, bud? Yeah, that was just funny. Damn, right? the brain almost freaking blew an aneurysm. But either way, <laughs> we would get a combo and split that shit. But it was it was enough for yeah. us. Yeah, give or take. I only weighed ten pounds. But, I don't hey, know, definitely but. not enough for you now. What I, I wanted to touch on something super quick. Even though, like, yeah, women are saying they don't feel safe. Chicks are saying they don't feel safe on the college campuses. What people don't realize is this is the safest time to ever be alive in the history of the planet Earth. Hmm. Ever. Really? Like, there's less statement. murder. Yeah, and this is stuff you can look up and Google the statistics on if you want to. But there's less murders per capita ever in the history of the planet Earth, especially in a country like the United States, England, and some other places. This is the safest time to be alive. It's kind of hard to say that. It's kind of hard to make that assumption. I mean, per capita, I get that, but... There's a lot of fucking people on this earth right now. There is, and that's one of the reasons Back in why. the 50s and 60s, it was only, what, five... What, how many... How many? Was it a, even a billion worldwide? No, I don't even think it was a billion. You know, where are we at now? We're almost like a six, mil, six billion worldwide four, right now? Three or four billion. Yeah, three to four. I mean, reaching by six by 2015, 20, yeah. or 2020. Yeah. It's supposed to be at six billion. Yeah. So... But just think about it. You can walk down the street right now in the dark... And you're more than likely not going to even get bothered. Mm, no. Well, well maybe I mean, we are in school. Yeah, hey, I said, where you from? I know, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm like from right, right over there, guy. I mean, am I cool? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's just the safest time to be alive. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, isn't there a saying like rabbits? You know, they get it going. You know, they they <laughs> go ahead and say it. They you're real, here. real, real fast. Yeah, and they like multiply like rabbits. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And five years later, they all crash and burn, and then they work themselves back up because they f like rabbits, right? So you're saying something along the line that's what's going to happen with the human population? I think you're right. I don't know. I think, I think we're segueing right. into something soon because. Like we touched on in the last uh, podcast, the cycles of the planet kind of go in these big, um, well, these cycles of destruction and then mankind trying to reestablish itself. And there's, we kind of touched on a little bit about different evidences of it. And one of the things I found, just to bring it up, is while I was kind of doing my little research, is they just recently found an entire city in the Grand Canyon that they didn't even know it existed and it's a city that had to have been built for and by giants yeah giants giants there's pictures that they found of it that it's got this small opening and then when you crawl through it it's almost like a mile the guy that found it I don't know how he found it but then it opens up in this large cavern of um, this city let me see if I can't pull up a picture. What are we talking about? Giants. I mean, just like some. So you're talking about in the shacks? Grand Canyon. I can like go down there right now and see this gigantic cavern yeah, beneath no. their feet. There's here's a picture of it right here. You can see a statue where that thing. I don't even know how tall that thing is. Probably about maybe thirty feet tall of this man sitting down with his palm up, almost kind of like in a Buddhist way. So how big are we talking when you say giants? Um, depends on who you're looking at, but the range of giants. Um, in the Bible, the, well, we've got Goliath in the Bible that was about 10 feet tall. And then you've got giant sizes ranging from 7 feet tall 
to even one account of a 36 foot tall skeleton being found. Um, a 36 foot skeleton? That's yeah. a dinosaur, right? No, uh, it was found by, uh, oh gosh, what's the name of the city? By the, the by the people of, of Carthage in 650 BC to 640 AD. There was multiple skeletons found. Um, as far as giants, you can go in the Bible in Deuteronomy 3.11. They talk about King Og being 12 feet tall. You've got the Caesar of Rome, Maximus Thrax, who was 8 foot 6. And, I mean... These now, that's believable, but 32 feet? Yeah. Come on. It's not the only account because... Almost every single culture, religion, they have these stories of them being found. And we have some things to go by uh, to show that. You've got megalithic structures, which are these giant buildings that are built with stones that are anywhere from 100 to over 1,000 tons being set in place. We don't have any cranes today that can actually move anything like that. Now, this goes back to like the building of the the pyramids, Easter Island, all those, you know, wonders of the world where they can't explain with our technology now and our capabilities, it it would be a a daunting, hard task. But we try to figure out how did they be able to place and make these things without, uh, you know, during what was available for them at that time. Right. Yeah. What did they use? We don't know. We have the structures left behind today. You've got um, cities like in Peru. You've got a city. Uh, oh gosh, it just I just forgot the name of it right now. It's not Machu Picchu. It's um. I just like saying that Machu okay. Picchu. What what? It seems like I read somewhere or uh, I heard something about a big hammer. There was a hammer that was Thor? found. Okay, so what's what do you think's the largest hammer a guy today can handle? What do I think is the largest hammer a, a guy, guy can, can handle? handle. Um, like at work, I mean, a sledgehammer. You know, like 20 pounds maybe? Maybe. Oh, I come mean, on. It, 20 pounds ain't that much. Depending on how far away from your body it is, dude. It's it's all about gravity and yeah. leverage and stuff like that. So. Okay, let's see. I've minutes. seen you at the gym using, bench you know, 225. I'm pretty sure you can lift a 20-pound hammer. Benching 225 is not hammering something. All day long. Yeah, working exactly. With working with it. I mean, a sledgehammer is mm-hmm. like, okay. what, five, ten 10-pound sledge, something like that, yeah. maybe? Yeah. And that's that's yeah. with a four, four-and-a-half-foot handle. Yeah, well, they found a hammer in England, and it's a 64-pound hammer. And, I mean, it would be larger than a basketball by quite a long. And then the handle on this thing was nine feet long. There was a group of people in this area that were using this to work with on a daily basis. What were they building? They don't know. But it's not actually that far from Stonehenge. Wait, what? The plot thickens. I thought they no. I thought they. I thought this was in the Grand Canyon. No, the Grand Canyon is the city of the giants that was found. Got it. This, okay. um, these hammers were found over in um, not too far from the Irish city. City, and it's called Lan Duno in northern Wales, and they could have very well have used those in the creation of yeah. Stonehenge. What other evidence do we have of giants? A lot of it has to do with the cities being left behind. We also have bones. Um, there's lots of, um, if you just start to Google um, evidence of giants, you have here in this one picture I'll show you guys. Right here in this picture, you'll see a coffin with a skeleton of a man that's well oh, over. Oh, I saw that. Well over eight feet tall, probably closer to nine feet tall. He's double the height of these two guys standing right next to him in the picture. 
I was checking out that uh, link that you had sent me, and I, and I saw a couple of clips on this whole giant thing. The thing, the part I don't understand is, so what's the controversy that we're trying to deny there was ever people that lived that big, or what? Because the thing was uh, titled "The Cover Up" by the Smithsonian. Yeah. So what exactly is the cover up that they're just we're denying that that ever existed, or the only thing I can come to a conclusion to is the Smith. The there's a a storyline in place about evolution of mankind. There's a, a, a lot of stuff is based around it in colleges and university. You've got textbooks and you've got hundreds of thousands of man hours put into this one narrative. Mm. And if we start throwing in this whole thing of, oh, giants, well then what else could be a possibility? It starts pulling in a whole other slew of different things that we now have to start looking at as a possibility. Like for instance, the city of Troy. You guys, have you heard of the city of Troy? Yes. In movies. In movies. You've got the Trojan horse, the story about it. Mm -hmm. For a long time, hundreds of years, everybody thought it was just a myth. They didn't even think it existed until a guy finally had the balls to look at the story and the information presented in the story. And he went to the site described in the story and he found the city of Troy. Really? He unearthed the whole city. And so when you start looking up the city of Troy, it's a real thing. So what does that say? That says other things like, you know, as crazy as it sounds, cities like Atlantis, it could be real. Hmm. And all of these other destroyed mythological cities. All that from giants. Yeah. What else on giants you got? I'm digging it. Yeah. Yeah, Have you uh, Googled the um, tallest man in the world currently? Yeah. He's like, what, uh, eight foot six? That is tall. That's a tall dude. If That's you if you Google image that, they have a picture with him standing next to Shaq. He makes uh, Shaq look average. Oh, and yeah. Shaq's a big dude. Yeah, I think Shaq is like 6'2", 6'4". Yeah, no, he's taller than that. But how many health defects does that man have? That's the only problem that I'm having is all, all the... I mean, sure, you're finding a big tool, but what if there's... What if there's something mechanical that that tool well, was used for yeah. that, you know, that, yeah. that somebody, a, a lot of slaves had to operate to actually get yeah. that big hammer they're to operate. They're not lifting that hammer. Well, with, with some sort of a prehistoric or, you know, I was actually, I was listening to something. The only problem is I can't really quote anything really who it was by, but I know they were talking about how uh, previous civilizations were... You know, they may have gotten all the way, not even to the point where we are now, but maybe on a whole different, you know, uh, almost like a different track. But they were getting to the point where they could do so many things. They developed language, they developed tools. They developed, you, you get my track, yeah. my train of thought here. But something happened. Big volcano somewhere wiped them out. Yeah. Ice Age, all this different stuff. Wiped it out. Hit the reset button. <laughs> Famously from Hillary Clinton in Russia. But... <laughs> they hit the reset button. Something hit the reset button and reset yeah. them back. Now, these giants, what if they are just genetic mon- monopolies or... Wait, mutations? Mutations, yeah. The, yeah. Thank you. Monopoly. Yeah, dumbass. But either way, um, well, what no. if they're just genetic mutations, you know, accidentally or incidentally? Okay, uh, you the know, thing happening. to think about when you're thinking about a genetic mutation, you're talking about like a one-off, like an oddball thing. Got it. But when you're starting to look at, you're seeing patterns like... Um, you'll read in the Bible, in Deuteronomy, in Numbers, in the distant Genesis. Places. Genesis. They're all talking about these giants. I mean, they're massive. In one instance, they talk about them that when the the tribe of Judah first confronted them, they felt like they were grasshoppers before them hmm. and how massive these things were. And then there's consistent patterns in the skulls that they find and in the bones of the hands <clears throat> and the feet. 
almost always if you start googling this information you'll see a pattern of these aren't these aren't just a, a genetic mutation there's something completely different because they all have double rows of teeth not all of them i saw that in the documentary yeah occasionally they have found a few but not all of them yeah and they have six fingers and six toes and when you look at the sumerian empire that i kind of spoke up previously that mm. predates egypt in all of their depictions of their gods, which were the Anunnaki that they called, they all have six fingers and six toes. Maybe that's the people that have the little knot right here on the side where Boom. their pinky is. Maybe it's that mutation, but it just didn't take all the way. Is this the one where we start getting in the spaceship? Is this going to be the one that uh, has that star oh, that circles yeah, Pluto? That's where X. they're from, right? Supposedly, according to the research of uh, Zachariah Sitchin, he went into the records of the Anunna of the Sumerian Empire, translated. There's a lot of debate on his translation being correct, but apparently that these giants came from another planet called Nibiru, came to Earth to try to mine gold to fix the atmosphere of their planet, which now there's actually scientific research to show that gold flecks in the atmosphere can actually repair, um, what are they called again, the holes in the atmosphere? Ozone layer? Ozone? ozone? No, yeah. holes in the ozone layer. And actually gold flecks can actually help to repair that. So, And then there's actually mine shafts in Africa that they go down for an unknown death that were cut with like a laser-like precision that predate any known civilization in the area. Weren't the Great Lakes? Didn't the Great Lakes have like a lot of gold or something like that that they were... Uh, they they're finding mines and stuff like that or around the great or Canada or somewhere around there. I know of everything I know of is in is maybe in it's Africa. copper. Maybe it's copper. I, I know that there was like a ton of mines it, that they couldn't understand who was the one that was coming up or mining it. I was gonna say it can't be uh, that close because I would watch it on Gold Rush. <laughs> Gold yeah. Rush. They're not in the Great Lakes. Though, that show started like uh, I forgot what area they started in, and then they just keep going further and further out. Every season of that show, it's like they started. I forgot where they're mining at, but then all of a sudden they're in Alaska. But they're like deep in Alaska. Yeah. Then they're in the. There's they got those guys that are in the ocean, and then I think some of them are actually going to Africa. Balls deep. Oh man. I think if it was the Great Lakes, the show would. Be, I think we would move over there and start digging for gold. No shit, huh? Where were they? But that's. Oh, sorry. That's what I was getting to with Brian. Like, once it starts, once they start getting on that spaceship and orbiting Pluto, there's where it loses me. Yeah. I'm all good with giants. Yeah. Shoot, I went to high school with some giants. Their names was Cooney, Famasuli, Tagatuli. Well, I mean, they're giants. We call them Samoans. You know what I mean? Yeah. Them boys are big. Jeez. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. How how can they look at a picture like, oh, they got the uh, six fingers and six toes. They drew them like that. Ah, oh, they probably came from space, and they probably came from a planet around Pluto. No shit. Huh? Like, how do you just draw that conclusion by looking at some pictures, drawings, some big skulls, yeah. and be like, oh, well, I don't see anything like that around here, so it must have come from outer space. Well, it's this, is, <laughs> this is what the Sumerian people say about them, is that the Anunnaki, they were their gods, and they lived with them and among them, and they were, you know, they intermingled with them, and that the Anunnaki, their gods, came to Earth from their planet. I mean, it's call it what you will but it's just that's what it is i mean anybody who kind of looks at the whole ufo phenomenon and kind of dismisses it that's almost ludicrous because how many stories need to be accurate or true in the ufo phenomenon for it to be real it only takes one yeah no shit huh it only takes one person to have aids to have aids all right to make it real yeah that was stupid but go ahead but i feel you dog there's yeah. a lot of also 
the one thing I found as a pattern when I was looking at the the stories of the Vikings because they talk about how they fought against the giants and then you talk about the Hindus they fought against the giants and they talk about everybody they all kind of I wanted to end on this one note that they all kind of said that they're supposed to come back at some point hmm. now, well will they would come you back? consider an eight foot three man a giant yeah I mean that's what we got now here's the thing too and going back to where you guys are talking about that hammer and like the giants that we have now, these guys that are like eight, over eight feet and everything. They're not very, they don't no, move very well. They have they difficulties. Yeah. So who's to say that just because they're giants, they were also strong. Well, that, I mean, every yeah. tall guy that I see is not very, doesn't move that very well. Is not that very well built. So how can we draw the conclusion that just because they're super tall, they're super strong. Here's the other, this brings in another interesting point. We can probably even go into this in another podcast. There's a lot of debate about, dinosaurs because of how much they weighed and 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 how large they were how are these things moving around you know you're talking uh, look at an elephant it's not moving very fast because yeah, you're defying gravity i mean you're literally defying gravity gravity's constantly pulling you down to the and center you're of the looking earth, at so. like you're looking like at a t-rex or a brontosaurus which is supposed to be three to four times that size mm-hmm you yeah. can't handle the weight and so yeah. the, the there's a lot of talk about the earth's gravitation was much lower the farther back you go in time yeah uncle daddy is like no because out there no uh, because <laughs> elephants they're not that slow no Those well, when they need to move. get up and go man come on man well you're saying you're comparing it like well how fast is the elephant from my understand they're massive and they're heavy but those suckers can move yeah they can move for a short period of time not for a long period of time. They can't. I mean, I I know what you're trying to say. I get what you're trying to say. It's maybe. May, wow. Are you basically trying to say we're all uh, descendants from giants? That yeah. maybe that the genetic whole like the you know the polar bear and the, the polar bear and the brown bear. Is that basically what you're trying to say? Yeah. The polar bear survives in the north. The, the brown bear survives in the south. The reason why the polar bear is because it has white fur. It was a genetic mutation. No, I don't think so because it would have been too hard for the giants to mate with humans in order to continue the... The, the other thing I was going to touch on too But is, what if the giants were know, human? What if the Did giants you know? were human and just genetically, instead of coming from fucking monkeys, we came from giants. But genetic mutations brought us all the way down to the size that we yeah. are because it better yeah. fights against gravity. Yeah, and be. it's easier yeah. and we can get away from predators or whatever. Did you say giants can't mate with smaller people? Well, when you're talking about somebody who's <laughs> 10 or 12 feet tall. Well, I don't know. J.J. Watt's uh, dating Paige Van Zandt, but we can get into that towards the end. <laughs> that is a giant with a small person, I'm yeah, just saying. Let's uh, say that for the end. The other thing, yeah. too, is um, the Paiute Indians of Nevada, Arizona, they talk about that they went to war with a tribe of giants. And this isn't into the far distant past. How, the, what around guesstimated what year was that? They're talking about 600 to 1,000 years ago. Go ahead. Well, here's the uh, interesting thought. So when, we're, when you're bringing up like the scriptures and everything like that, Giants disproves Darwinism or yeah. proves Darwinism. I mean, is that a case of going back in evolution, evolving? How is it that uh, we have these giants and they seem to be engineers and they had these great heavy weapons and then they got wiped out, but we never evolved back? We just stayed. I mean, the little people win. What up? Come on, shots. You feel me on that one? I feel you on that one. Out to the short I get, people I out there. Hey, I got a quick question on that, but. <clears throat> what if it was excuse me but what if it, it is 
it's not necessarily the giants as in they were tall, but giant in masses as in groups. What what is specifically Ooh. what specifically does it say that narrows it down to the fact that they were giants as in height and size, not just the bones masses. <laughs> Can I answer this one? Yeah. The fact that he just showed us about 10 pictures of giant skeletons. We're ten. talking about ten. height. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 600 so or 1,000 years ago? 600 or 1,000 years ago, right? Yeah. Okay. That they fought them and, and wiped them out. And um, and in, I'll just leave it on that. Like the, the amount of information and then also the founding fathers talk about them. The mound builders in Central America, they were part of the giants. They existed. Mm-hmm. And it's just fascinating. Yeah, I don't, I don't dispute that. I was just kind of wondering what was the whole controversy because if you Google that, if you Google, Google giants in the Smithsonian, it says something about a cover-up. I'm like, what's the cover-up? So there was giants, and now we don't have them. We have some tall people. Yeah, why would we you might cover evolve that up? Again. But, um, it's all good. Why it's, would you cover well, that up? Little the other, people of the world unite. Tall people, you're going to die. The other, the other thing that's brought up too in the scriptures Short people is, are going to outlive you. Jeez. In the Old Testament, it talks about the giants teaching humankind things that they did not know. There's also an aspect of what is to be learned from the structures that they left. There's even a whole subject matter called archaeoacoustics, which is tied into these megalithic structures. One of them, for instance, is in Africa near a place called Adam's Calendar. It's a circle of stones that when you step in the middle of the stones, the temperature jumps 25 degrees. And then when you get out of there, so there's, there's a science to these things that they left behind that we still don't understand. It's natural AC. We can have the same thing on a hot day when you step into the shade. I think he said it jumped five degrees. No, it okay, went so you up. jump out of the shade. No, this isn't shade. This is just the general temperature. No, I know what you're saying. Okay, okay. I'm just trying to be Skeptic funny. Over here. Right. <laughs> easy, easy. I'm just trying to lighten it up. Give me so, a break. So yeah, <laughs> and the, the the case could be is what if the stories are true that they may come back someday. You know, that's something that fascinates me. Well, if they you come mean back, come back as they'll be born again? Hey, no, like. Nibiru may exist. You're talking the, about a spaceship? Yes. Okay, I'm hey, out. Hey, we can touch on that. Hey, <laughs> I'm out. Check this uh, out, though. Real I, quick, uh, Brian is wearing a Dark Vader t-shirt, if that tells you anything. Hey, 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 hey. hey. <laughs> I actually, I like it. He's yeah. stepping out of the bright side and into the dark side. <gasps> and what am I wearing? Lakers. KB hey. Bryant, damn right. Represent and today's Wednesday. Hey, that's a legend shit. right there going out yeah. on two feet. I'm wearing some redneck shit. But in case the Giants come back, which we'll touch on the subject again because it actually is very interesting. I just need to do my research on yeah. it. Yeah. To, you know, I had a lot of questions. There's a lot of questions. And, you know, actually, this is a nice little plug for myself here. If anybody's listening to this, you can send us an email at weeklyshots dot com uh yeah uh what is it no unload all at weekly shots.com sorry about that so you want to go to weekly shots.com that's s-h-o-t-t-s yeah. and yes. there you'll find the link definitely to email team. us a question at unload all at shots weekly shots.com damn it takes two baby pound it there you go <laughs> Right. Boom. but just in case the giants come back i have a feeling that we're going to have a little bit of support now, I was Uh-oh. doing a little bit of reading into some current events. Oh, you were reading? reading? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, don't let the voice fool you. A little homie can read, well, all right? Are some pictures involved? Uh, there is. It's an aircraft in a lot of ocean with an aircraft carrier in the foreground. So, <laughs> the U.S. Navy says it has encou- encountered 
an aggressive Russian aircraft in the Baltic Sea. Now, this is coming at me from the uh, Navy.mil underway. In uh, Stuttgart, Germany, a United States Navy destroyer operating in international waters in the Baltic Sea experienced several close in interactions by Russian aircraft April 11th and 12th. USS Donald Cook encountered multiple aggressive flight maneuvers by a Russian aircraft that were performing within close proximity of the ship. Now, the one thing that I want to punch at this is it, it you need to get close for people to start getting worried. You know, uh, when when you're driving when you're flying an aircraft next to a very 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 expensive aircraft carrier, people start to get a little worried, all yeah. right? Now, this is the difference. I guess what I'm trying to say is, if you're Russian, you're America, why would you even want to get close to one another's equipment? Imagine if that captain just, you know what, he's too close for comfort. Because when you're out there in the ocean, yeah. when you're out there in the middle of nowhere, it's it's kind of rough. It, it really, you're, you're making command decisions for yourself. Now, with, uh, with that happening... Donald Cook was conducting deck landing drills with an Allied military helicopter when two Russian Su-24 jets made numerous close-range and low-altitude passes at approximately 3 p.m. local. One of the passes, which occurred while the Allied helicopter was refueling on the deck of the Donald Cook, was deemed unsafe by the ship's captain. I'm sorry, commanding command, uh, commanding officer, as a safety precaution. Flight operations were suspended until the Su-24 is departed the area. That means that the captain of the ship had to suspend his own operations. Because of the Russians. Because of the Russians. They yeah. were too close to the aircraft carrier. That's kind of scary. Yeah. How that- do you feel about that? I mean, if Russia... Now, I'm not saying Putin, which could definitely kick my door down, fuck my dog, and kick my ass. I'm not <laughs> saying he is saying not fly your aircraft close to that freaking aircraft carrier. But we've all seen a couple of movies, Ben Affleck's in it, nuclear warheads going off, a couple of freaking people die, right? I don't, I don't think Putin would discourage that. I, I read somewhere else, too. Allegedly, the United States doesn't have the military force capable of stopping Putin from invading the rest of Europe if he wanted to. Wait, we don't? Yeah, because of the scale Hell back no. on the military. Okay, that, what, what, where are you getting this oh, information? Hold on, allegedly, hold on. allegedly. We're well, starting my, to ruffle my feathers. Oh, my man, we put shots back in the uniform. Yeah, Look yeah, out, baby. Yeah, I got my Get camera some. still in there, baby. There's stars ready to go. Not <laughs> so lean, not so mean, but. Yeah, still, still a Marine. Damn right. That's but right. I, it's just like Putin is just keeps poking and prodding, and he's like trying to get a fight going. I don't think he is. Really? I don't think he's poking and prodding. I don't think he is. Like that whole stuff that happened with Russia and the, the city that he just took. I understand. I know what you mean. I don't think it's him poking and prodding. I really don't feel I don't believe that. I don't believe it's Putin. I think it's... I think it... I, I guarantee you that pilot's probably dead. That pilot right here that flew that close to that aircraft carrier... The one in the Skippy? Yeah, skip, 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 skip. But <laughs> Tom Segura. Yeah, shout out Tom Segura. But anyway, you what? I don't. I, that guy probably won't even find him anymore. Really? You, you stupid put, fuck! You got that, that close to an aircraft carrier? Yeah. You trying to fuck shit up? Yeah. I don't think Russia really wants to go to fucking war with us. That's just my personal opinion, which it really means nothing. Personal, professional, medical yeah. opinion. We just kill. AKA bugs, not a doctor. But <laughs> I don't. I don't. I just don't feel it. Now, where I'm going with this is you've you've got. The aircraft carrier that is getting circled by freaking Russians. Yeah. And then 
you have, I don't know. Well, go ahead. I got a question. How many times does that happen? It's it's happened a couple of times. When you're out there in neutral waters or you're toting the line of the barrier between where you're not supposed to cross. And I bet that happens way off. That's not a lot, saying. right? People, you know, we're flying our planes, they're flying their planes, helicopters. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that that's uh, kind of common. I mean, you tell me, John. I mean, did you experience that while you're out at sea and then uh, turn around and floating around out there on your on your boat? With the, no with, the, with, with the other Navy men? Uh, well, <laughs> Navy men. No, wow. I mean. Bell bottoms. Look at this I'm, guy. Kick a dog and it's down. No. I'm not well versed in the military, but I just, I thought Marines were Navy men. Am I wrong? <gasps> Navy men. No. They are I part of the Navy, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. The men's the department. The men's department. Yeah. The men's department. <laughs> um, yeah <laughs> I think I've heard that one before. That's funny. Can't slimy civilian. Yeah, you've definitely heard that one before. Hey, don't go wasting any friendly civilians, John. <laughs> there are no friendly civilians. Well, I'm your friend, John. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I never experienced anything like that. It's um, this this is this is one of those far and few between. I, I believe far and few between things. I, I I would I would more expect this out of North Korea than yeah. Russia. Oh, I would. I yeah. think considering it was Russian, I know that there was. Uh, I, I'm going to have to do my research maybe on the next podcast I'll, I'll delve into this and yeah. pull up a little bit more stuff which is kind of cool so that's what I'll do I'll do a little bit more research this week I'll pull up all the stuff that has to do with Russia and America and all the different things to see if we can tie something together you know who knows we, we might find a little more out hopefully we don't but let's just know. blow something up <clears throat> no, make it go bang no let's keep it Let's. last time I checked everything that blows up shit dies so well, as long as it's not a mark, it's who cares? Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Friendly civilians, huh? Yeah. Don't unload. Don't <laughs> unload all at the shots weekly on that one. <laughs> Damn. So uh, another thing that I noticed, uh-huh. you know, I was reading about Russia flying around our freaking aircraft carriers, and then I learned that um, in 2016, the year Americans found out their elections are rigged. What? Holy shit! Do you mean our? Do you really believe that our elections are rigged? Now no. I do. Yes. I do. Well, if you watch the show Scandal, hell yeah, they are. Now, what, what's Scandal? That's a television show. John, you've watched that before. Netflix. Right? You can definitely Olivia binge Pope. Watch it. It's a true story. Look I don't think up. that's a Netflix original. Where did, when did Scandal? Come no, out? that's television. Yeah, it's regular television. But uh, you one can of get the it on Netflix. one of the uh, stories that they have on there is uh, how they rigged a, a polling in a, one of those uh, election states where they need that, that last state to win or lose. Whether the guy makes it to hey, be a president, Iowa is Iowa, and then they uh, they fix the ballot state. right there to push him in. Yeah, it's yeah, real. Critical state. Like I said, I get all my information from movies and, and television. No shit, huh? Well, how about this? Let's not rig. Let's not rig election. Let's not rig the the poll boxes, right? Who gives a fuck what the people freaking vote? Let's just say you've got enough money. You're a high enough elective official. You're in it to win it. We're just going to go ahead and say, just in case you don't win the popular vote, we're yeah. going to set aside four to six freaking supernumeraries. We've got these super people that are going to sit over here. They're going to guarantee to vote for you. They're super electives. Yeah. Or they're super electives. But so the, the two, 2016, actually, let me give you a quote from Jimmy Carter. Uh-oh. Now it's just an oligarchy with unlimited political bribery bringing the essence of getting the nominations for president or the elected or elect the president and the same thing applies to the governors and the u.s senators and congress members what he is essentially trying to say that i believe 
He is trying to say that it doesn't fucking matter what we vote. There are people with enough money that can say, doesn't matter what they want, this is who I want in. If Democrats want to keep Democrats in, we're going to make it the easiest way to put who we want in. So if Uncle Daddy was a Democrat and the shots was a Democrat and Brian the Brain Child was a Democrat, which I'm if not. we're all three running as a uh, for the DNC, what would happen is maybe the popular vote wants to vote for the shots. But if Uncle Daddy has enough backers and supporters and people, bankers, obviously, that want freaking, you know, Hillary, we'll get into that in another mm-hmm. podcast. But either way, you've got Uncle Daddy here. Yeah. He's got guaranteed votes. Not even necessarily votes. I'm sorry. His, um, was it the super delegates or something like that? Let me get into yeah. that. Hello, Uncle um, Daddy. Vote uh, for me. Real quick, break, break. I think Uncle Daddy has something to announce. Oh, man. If you guys are watching the Laker game right now, it's a good one. We got like uh, 10 seconds left. Kobe Bryant just made a three-point pull-up shot with 59 seconds left to put the Lakers one point behind the Utah Jazz. No, Lakers have no fight in this one. However, if they're able to knock out the Utah Jazz right now, that advances the Houston Rockets, and they got a better team. I'm kind of hoping since it's Kobe's last game, they'll get this win. One, because it's you know it's Kobe's last game. Two, because it's actually not going to make a difference for the Lakers per se, but it's going to make a difference in the landscape of postseason and playoffs and stuff like that. So that's kind of cool. Uh, I think last time I checked, Kobe had, I think he's at 35 or 45 points right now. Shouts out to my man, KB. Damn. But go ahead. That's a quick sports update. We'll fill you in. Oh, man. Watch this game right now. 59 seconds left. Sorry, John. Go ahead. All right. So what I was getting to in the 2016 election, has been a wild ride with two insurgent grassroots campaigns literally giving the political establishment a run for its money. But as the events of the presidential primary season played out, it's becoming clear that the U.S. election and even more so the presidential race is a big scam being perpetrated on the American people. Events from the last from the last week have exposed the system as an illusion of choice and a farce. They have reinforced at least one study showing the United States is an oligarchy rather than a democratic republic. Now, what what is going on in the Wyoming Democratic Caucus took place on Saturday, proportionally, uh, purportedly to allow voters to have their voices heard in the race between Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton. Sanders lost the Wyoming caucus by winning it with a 12 percent. I'm sorry, I said 12 percent with a 12 percent margin. He won it, but he lost it to Hillary Clinton. Wait, 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 wait. I think I know this one. I think I just found out what a caucus was the other day on the radio. Tell me if I'm right here. Mm -hmm. So the caucus. So the way this runs is so most states, they have the choice of whether you want to have your candidate Republican or Democrat either voted in by popular vote, which means us three would have a say and everybody else, we vote who who we like in the most votes. That person gets to be, we say as a state, that's gonna be our Republican that we want in the race for presidency. Yes. Now there's several states that do it the caucus way, which means uh, the congressmen get together just amongst some smells, it's a small group that you represent other groups. Like, I guess you would compare it to like your mayors and senators, but it's not that. That's just an example. Now they get, so let's just say it's a room of 30, 40 guys and they ask them, okay, are you going to vote for Hillary? Are you going to vote for Sanders? 
And then whoever wins that vote, then that's going to be their candidate. The state, the people of the state don't get to vote. So that was the controversy with Gore during that election with Bush where he got more popular votes. Yeah. But then Bush won the states. So now Donald Trump is kind of up in arms because he's winning the popular vote. But um, Ted Ted Cruz Cruz. in the Republican race, he's winning the caucuses, meaning those old farts don't like what they just don't like Trump and what he's saying and how he's getting out there and he's flamboyant and he's, you know, he's saying all these outrageous statements and that's just not their cup of tea. They want to give it to the guy who's a pasty wide and going down the line and saying all the good things. Am I right? Did I learn that? Is exactly. that right? Caucus yeah, yeah, no and popular vote? No, you, you Boom, got it. Boom, what up? You got it. And it's it's what happened in Wyoming. How does one lose by winning 50%, 50, 56% of votes? This happens when a political process is, according to the New York Post, rigged by super delegates. The Post summoned up this strange phenomenon under the Democratic Party's oddball delegate system, Sanders' winning streak. He has won seven out of the past eight con- con- contests. Yeah. Counts for little, a.k.a. he's not winning. In fact, despite his win, he splits Wyoming's 14 pledged delegates, seven to seven under the caucus, the caucus calculus. Clinton, Clinton, meanwhile, as gets the state's four superdelegates, who has already pledged their allegiance to her in January. So despite losing... I'm sorry, Uncle Uncle Daddy is. Uh, he's I'm sorry, man. I cannot stay in my shoes or in my seat right now. I just saw Kobe get a big old hug from Shaq right now. We all know if you're any what of a Laker fan or basketball fan, you know those two hated each other for a long time, even though they won three championships with each other. Lakers are up um, 101 to 98. 15, no, 1.4 seconds left. Kobe just hit a freaking Thrilla in Manila shot. Oh my gosh, this game is so good. Oh, sorry, guys. In there. Well, I think Kobe's at 60 points. 60 points. Do you guys know how crazy that is? He's is that gonna, crazy? He's going to hold a stat. He just has another stat to add to his record. There's only so many players. He's. I think I heard it was like eight or nine games over 50 points. That's how hard it is. The man on his last game scored. This is magical. Oh, gosh. I'm looking at your faces right now, and I just want to smack both of you. <laughs> Okay, let's just go back to talking about Giants and Dukakis's. Damn, you guys. Yeah, 60 delegates, devil. Uh, well, I All just right. think any sport where you're scoring up into the hundreds, there's something needs to be changed about the scoring system. Oh, it's way too high. What? You're it's going by, are you serious? They're going in twos. They're Wait, going in twos right. and yeah. threes. Gentlemen, hold that's on. A, that's yeah. an accomplishment. Let's get through this. Let, let's get through this yeah, bit Kobe. real quick and we'll bounce right back. Right there, he's coming out. There you go, baby. 24. Get some. Sorry, right. I, I'm representing right now. You know, I got the the white and gold, purple and gold jersey on right now, known as the Christmas jersey. Damn, Jack Nichols is on his feet, uh, guys. This is history right now. Just to let you know, when you're gonna have a son, Liam Alexander. Yeah. Yeah, just he's gonna go, Dad. Where were you when Kobe went out? That's one of the greatest players ever. Talking about giants. I was talking about giants. <laughs> Giant there it balls. Is. <laughs> Damn. Sorry, John. Go ahead. My bad, dude. Oh, that's so. I'm so happy that okay. Kobe's going out like that. I'll talk to my freaking boy back here, and he said he'll give you a pass. Four point one left. Lakers got this in the bag. Everybody's just up in arms right now, hugging around Kobe. All right. That's How much more me. time is left on this freaking game? Four point one seconds. It's done, though, oh, man. It's over. It's All right, over. Cool. It's good. So, basically, what I was trying to say in my boring life. It's a rigged system. It is a rigged. Tri- yeah. it, it is a rigged system. So if 
Uh, it's a rigged system. If to Clinton, the meanwhile, also gets the state's four superdelegates who have already pledged their allegiance to her in January. So despite losing, she trumps 11 to 7 in the delegate tally. So essentially what that is saying is it doesn't matter what we say. Our voice is not no. being heard. No. Now, just the fact that this is starting to come out, just the fact that this is starting to come out and people are starting to realize that. Another piece of news article that I came across today. Panicked elite buying bomb-proofed luxury survival bunkers to escape civil unrest and disasters. What the fuck does that mean? They, they already have places on... <laughs> Duck and cover? Duck and cover. So, here I'm saying, Russia, Russia is flying their fucking jets around our aircraft carriers like we just don't care because they know we don't care. We've got... Our presidential freaking our, our presidential elections—it's bullshit. Yeah, we don't have a fucking voice. No, we've got—it's called a poll. We've got Uber drivers that can't pick up women, and women that don't want to pick up men anymore. We've got all this stuff that is going around, and yeah, all the people—the rich elites, the one percent of the one percent of the one percent—they. <laughs> Are buying freaking survival bunkers. Let me give you a little snapshot into this. Actually, none of my customers are. <laughs> and he what? does service yeah. some 1%, 1%. <laughs> Panicked members of the elite are buying luxury bomb-proof underground survival bunkers because they fear mass civil unrest might be on their horizon. Yeah. The company behind the construction of the sprawling complex is Vivos says the facilities are for the protection of the high net worth individuals in the event of apocalyptic style scenarios during which millions will perish or worse yet struggle to survive as victims where will you go when pandemonium strikes ask a promo for luxury shelters what the fuck is that why would you okay hear me out we've got like i was talking about rabbits fucking too many goddamn people on this oh, fucking yeah. earth we've got people that are building luxury escape pods yeah where the fuck am i gonna go i'm luxury <laughs> I'm the shots. Jesus Christ. All right. So the biggest facility called Europa One is located in Germany as one of the most fortified massive underground survival shelters on the earth deep below the limestone mountain and is safely secured from the general public. Safely secured from us. Yeah. Get, have you? There's a movie. It's called Elysium. Have you ever seen it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, but they go to fucking space, right? No. I haven't no seen don't they go to space? That, isn't there like a... Yeah. Big ass freaking thing up in space. But yeah, it was a pretty freaking cool movie, though. The whole premise of the movie is the wealthy create a place where they can stay away from the poor, and then they have the most advanced medical equipment to take care of themselves, while we, the rest of us, die. D- die, and yeah, essentially, yeah. Well, Jesus Christ, man, look at all the older movies. It's all prequels to what's gonna fucking happen. Well, that's kind of happening right now, man. Some of these guys that have the money. So the big thing in sports, sports time, of course, that's going to be me. Um, so these athletes that are not allowed to juice and take hormones and all that stuff, they can't do it because they're competing. But imagine if you could just have that available. There's no restrictions on you. Oh, yeah, and if those hormones yeah. can help you yeah. and all those weird, you know, umbilical cord injections and, you know, how they're able to get cadaver into your, you know, and repair your shoulders and your knees and stuff like that. You can basically make a superhuman, right? So that, who can afford to do that? Yeah, the super elite. There the people that go. are so buying these fucking bunkers. happening. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, where where, where does that information come from? Is that the people selling the bunkers? They're going to strike paranoia into people, right? Okay. So they can sell their bunkers. No, th- this news article isn't about a, a people trying to scare the public. This news article is about panicked elite buying bomb-proof the luxury. You get my point? This is somebody observing this happening. Now, the, behind sealed and secure walls, gates, and blast doors, this freaking place can withstand a 20 megaton blast. 20 megaton within just a few miles. This improvised underground complex accommodates up to 80 people. Only fucking 80. My freaking condo, my, my little stupid freaking studio can accommodate 80 people. You might be smelling after a little while. <laughs> but after 80 people for a minimum of one year of fully autonomous survival without the need of returning to the surface you want to hear yeah, don't have to go that back to the nice. fucking service bro. you want to hear something interesting okay well anybody who knows me like I'm Mormon and one of the big things that the Mormon church has is they a want bunker. You, not bunkers but a they, big ass freaking church that looks <laughs> very very scary it's they talk about food storage and being like a staple of the LDS church, the Mormon church, they want you to have a two-year supply. And that's been pushed heavily in like the last couple of years. <laughs> Hopefully you don't get hungry in my freaking place, dude. I ain't got I a freaking 10-hour supply. I just think it's interesting that they've been pushing that program extra with extra emphasis as of late. Oh, so what you're insinuating is oh, at your church as of late, as in... As of like last with, week, as in the last couple of years, they've been really pushing that all the church members have a, a good two year supply of food storage set aside. And wow. do they have you stored at one person's house? No. The pastor's house? In your house. I'm just kidding. In your house. <laughs> I want everybody to have a two year supply. Store it at my place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely place. stare it right here. <laughs> you yeah, guys are doing the right thing. My, store it over here. here. Yeah, just yeah, put that it. down yeah. right there. I'll let you in. Yeah, God will let you in. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. No, but you're meeting a fucking 50 cow round right between your eyes as you're walking up to the gate. Jesus Christ. But real quick, John. So I don't think this is so alarming. Who else can afford to buy that? It has to be the elite. You can't buy it. I can't buy it. In other words, when I'm my point here is you're a millionaire, maybe even a billionaire. You already have eight houses all in great locations. You have every car you want. You fly in helicopters. You have a yacht. What else are you going to spend your money on? It's still coming in. It's insurance. Well, what else can I get? A bunker. Okay, I'll buy it. I don't think that's alarming. This is they got stupid cash. Yeah, Zuckerbergs, the Buffets. I mean, why not, right? I mean, you got it laying around. It's like you have everything else. Well, that'd be cool. Let me uh, build a bunker for eighty of my friends. I'm, I mean, yeah. that's a that's a man cave right there. That's no, what I'm no, talking no, no. about. This entire freaking cave for one person, three million. Yeah, it's Bruce Wayne. Yeah, that's no the shit. Bat cave. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> but I, I, I don't know. I, I just I think it's this is my liberal side that is starting to kind of shine a little bit. I think it's unfair that the rich people that have made their money off the backs of everybody else oh have the ability. To mm. buy their little underground bunker that'll make them survive it's, for a freaking year. That's unfair. Uh, My respect level is going down for you. You can't buy that because you got millions and I can't. What are you saying there? People in freaking India. Oh gosh, the bleeding hearts of the world unite. Really, how much money are you spending over there? You're so concerned. 
enough to buy these fucking microphones. How about that? No. You're going to do an ice bucket challenge for India there for the starving people? <laughs> they no. think so. Hey, no. rich people, buy on. I want to be one of you. No shit, asshole. No, you're twisting my freaking words here. I think it's... We it, need the rich. No, it's it's irritating to know so that there are, there are, well, here's there the are question. a lot of people. That, no, I understand that people should be able to get what they've earned. I get that. But... And we shouldn't punish them for it. No, we shouldn't punish them for spending $3 million on a Why? fucking bunker that they're Why? not going to goddamn use. Why? When Don't they can worry. take that $3 Why million. Why is that any and... of our business what they spend their money on? Hey, let them buy the bunkers. You buy your ARs and your stockpile. You'll take it over. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. Future podcast, we'll get into this. <laughs> All the way down to my $700 hey, freaking stupid Scrooge phone that doesn't work. <laughs> hey, I'm Scrooge, so you're out of here. I'm taking this thing over. <laughs> or you're going to get the 50 cal between the eyes. <laughs> no shit, huh? Hey, Go thanks, ahead. thanks for building this for me. Now you can kick right Tell us about the UFC, bro. Take the yachts. Oh, we want to get into some sports talk? Yeah, let's get into sports, sports talk. talk. Let's up this freaking channel. Dang, well, I don't know, man. I, I might have to hand it over to the brain here because uh, if anybody listens to last week's podcast when we made predictions, Brian, the brain, right on on the Dos Anjos fight Boom. with uh, Ben Rothwell. But, I mean, play that back a little bit. He almost changed his mind. Am I right, Sean? No shit. Did we almost convince him almost had on convinced. his perfect prediction? Yeah. Not only did you predict who won, you predicted why and how he would win the fight, and yeah. you were right on. My record stays um, unblemished, zero for zero. Every pick, <laughs> every pick I make is wrong. So I think I'm sorry, John. I'm the new Vegas alert. Vegas alert. Vegas alert. He's just not pick gonna a, fucking pick. <laughs> pick a, against I'm Uncle zero Daddy. For zero. Yeah, pick against Uncle Daddy. You're guaranteed to win. Yeah. That was a freaking, but it was a good fight all around. But geez, if you watch Junior Dos Santos, his boxing, his movement, his avoiding of Ben Rothwell's power, and then the front kicks, he punted Ben Rothwell across the ring. I saw that. That Son was awesome. God. That was definitely a Spartan kick right there. Boom. This is for Sparta. You didn't watch that, John, did you? Yeah, I was Man, riding dirt bikes. I totally Ooh, forgot to tell everybody about get my into dirt that. bike ride. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. Yeah, I'll get into that later. So how does this set up now? Where does this Sanchez go from here? I mean, he just he's already lost to Cain Velasquez. It's such weird. There's only a hand. It's a small pickings for these heavyweights. Well, it's always been like that with the heavyweight division. They've never had like a, a huge pull to draw from because, I mean, how many 260-pound guys are walking around with really mad fighting skills? The, I think what's going to end up happening is we've got Cain Velasquez and Travis Brown coming up. I think Junior Dos Santos is going to fight the winner of that. that. I wouldn't be mad to see that. So that was a really good fight. That was one actually one of the only ones I really watched off that whole. Card. You didn't watch that Gonzaga one? It wasn't that great. No, well Gonzaga, dude. He got murked. The best thing Gonzaga ever did was when he head kicked Mirko Krokop, and that's about it. I like how my wife uh, predicted the fight on the the Rothwell and DeSantos. I'm watching. I'm like, tell my wife it, it came on Sunday morning. So I'm like, well, actually, actually, it's Sunday morning for them. It actually came on the afternoon yeah. for the Pacific for us over here. And uh, the minute she just sees Rothwell, and if you just Google image this guy, Ben Rothwell, oh. she sees him on the rings, and you look at DeSanjo, this guy's all built like a truck. He has definition in his abs, and he's all muscular. She goes, well, obviously, the, the hairy guy's going to lose. He looks like an idiot. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, she was right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he got murked in that fight. Jeez. I he just that. got peppered. It was a, it was a clinic. Oh, I mean, yeah. it went to decision. But throughout the fight, I mean, his face at the end of it. Yeah. And uh, it looked like guys that give him, what, what do they call that when they spank your tummy and it turns it all red? <laughs> you know, pink belly. The dude, Dos Anjos gave him pink belly the whole game. Just kept hitting him in the gut, hitting him in the gut, and then gave him that 
couple of Spartan kicks there yeah. for good measure. See, it w- okay, we've got total strikes landed 157 by Junior Dos Santos to 78 of uh, Ben Rothwell. I mean, he just, yeah, it went to decision, but that was not a close fight. Yeah. I mean, not at all. Look at the, the second line in there, significant strikes. So he had 157 total, Dos Santos, and 157 of them were significant. I mean, he didn't waste a punch. No. Rothwell, he had 78 total and 77. So there was one yeah. of them that they considered like a, a pussy punch, I guess. I don't know what you'd call that. <laughs> a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a Yeah, that, I mean, it was a fun fight. Uh, what else? The, the other one I wish you would have watched is, uh, how do you pronounce his name? Nagagu and, I have no and idea. Blades. Blade. Oh, yeah, the Giants. Those are your Giants. <laughs> Those are your two giants, 6'4", I think one's like 6'2", 6'1", 250 pound plus. Big boys. Oh, you got to see that one, John. Those are some Manjangos. I thought I was watching <laughs> the Django. <laughs> I thought I was watching the Django. I thought Mandi- I saw. It's Mandingos. No. Oh, Mandingos are <laughs> my bad. No, actually, but to be politically correct, I don't think he just called those ten, two men Mandingos. <laughs> They're UFC fighters. That's a long time ago, bro. There are a couple of big brothers going at it yeah. to the end, to the Two death. Two big boys. That's, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I saw. To call them Mandingos, I'm pretty bro. sure I saw Leonardo DiCaprio on the front row there smoking a cigarette. <laughs> what the fuck? Just saying. If you watch it, I'm pretty sure I saw him front row cheering on his, his boy. I said, why you want to get into Mandingos? <laughs> but the bigger dude was. Finish him. 6'5, 265 pounds. And see, like, there's your giants. They're coming back, Brian. And it didn't take a spaceship. No, it just, <laughs> no it just took the UFC and some cash. No, no, right. And one of them's built like a superhero. Jeez. Dude's got some fucking. Yes. He's got some fucking hair on him, don't he? Is that which one is? Not, on that's uh, Francis Nanjango. Yeah, Nanango. How do you <laughs> Why pronounce you keep that? Solid Manjango, dude. I can't help it. It rolls off the tongue. Look at his name. How do you pronounce that? Nanago. Nabiru. Uh, Might as well he's be. He's that fucking goddamn gravitational Might planet. Might as well be. Fucking up the goddamn cycle. You hey, know, you're all welcome. The shit in the... <laughs> you're welcome. The eagle has landed, huh? Those That fight was a good fight. Those three leading up were good. I tried to watch the female one because I have daughters and I want them to start fighting too. Yeah. For protection. Quote, unquote, yeah. air quotes, for protection. Yeah, but I actually, I saw the, the, the chick fight with Moros and Stanchu, and that one was actually, they went at it, but... Moros has dominated her just bad in that fight. So we're going to have to start keeping a tally. Brian, one for one. John, mm. zero for one. Zero for one for us. So you wouldn't let hey, your we two gotta... little girls fight in the UFC? Oh, hell, I would do. Mm. No, you should. That's Only right. if they're good. I don't think I would. It's better than boxing. I don't they're like I that rose chick or cyborg. I personally, I think if I had daughters... Yeah. I would maybe love them more than wanting them to get hit in the fucking face or the head. It's I would be now, you know, a, a guy, <laughs> go fucking fall off a fucking Hey, bridge. I think we had this conversation. I think whatever they're passionate about, yeah, I'm going to support them. In. I mean, of course, as a father. You I know, would I never wanna... support my daughter in getting her face bashed in by another fucking chick. Oh, but what about, she's, but what about she's the one bashing the other person's face in? Seriously. That's pretty cool. But still, there's always, come on, man. I mean, I don't want to see you it. You can't but. be Ronda all the time. Well, no, hold on. Yeah, what if your daughter daughter <laughs> you was fuck Ronda around to Step into the ring with freaking Holly Holm and get yeah. destroyed. Oh my gosh. Yeah, she's still getting movie deals That's and true. getting paid money for commercials. Yeah, and Sports yeah, Illustrated. Knockout, oh, I have I've never <laughs> seen anybody get knocked out that just brutally. By Dude, Holly I'm telling Holm you, man, Ronda her Rousey. face looked like it straight hit a black hole. It was straight warped. 
when it freaking got hit. <laughs> All right, so. All right. Got some fights coming up. Fights coming up. We got Glover Texahara versus Rashad Evans coming up. That's the main event. That's the main event. Are we going to go from the main event down, or where do we want to start at? I want to do main event because that's the most interesting fight, except for Nurmagomedov coming back from uh, being off, which is another freaking amazing. This guy, they've called him like, I don't know. He's just he's undefeated in the UFC. He's twenty two and zero. Nurmagomedov. That is a lot. Of, yeah, that's guy, a lot of letters in the last name. Good luck trying to put that on the back of a jersey. We'll just call him Habib. He's actually gotten into a battle with ISIS on the internet. Oh, where they thought he was going to be like because he's he's Islamic and they all are like thinking he's going to have their back, you know, blah blah blah. And he like kind of told them to go f themselves. He looks Russian. To me. It says he's from Russia. Yeah, but he's Muslim. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. And he's like the top. <laughs> Jinx. How about that, fucker? <laughs> Under a roof. Yeah. Yeah. But he kind of told ISIS to go F themselves. Yeah, it's 22 and 0. This is not good. When you're actually on the um, website, the UFC website looking at the fight card, <laughs> so they have the U.S. guy, the Saint. How come he's all shaded out? Is that just foreshadowing that this guy's going <laughs> to... He doesn't stand a chance. Pretty much. Wow. Uh, his no soul has show already departed the building. Jesus <laughs> well, Christ. No need to show his face. Yeah. <laughs> you don't You don't need to pay attention to this guy. He's just a little Jeez. shadow. Well, Khabib's been out for a while, and so this is going to be a good one to see how he's The been. Eagle. The mm, Eagle's yeah, the name. The Eagle versus the Saint. He's going to murk him, I'm going to think, probably in the first round. Well, the other guy's 12-1. and one. I'm going to have to... Uh, sorry, man. i got to stay loyal to my soil. You know what I'm saying? USA, I'm <laughs> yeah, going no for the shit, Saint. Huh? Khabib's going to murk him giants. in the first round. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, first bro. Round. I'm going Daryl. Yeah, loyal to the soil, bro. Yeah, yeah, I'm going Daryl. Pound it. Do you know how you become a saint? You have to die first. That's what's gonna happen. No shit. This shit's all blacked out. He's definitely gonna get murdered. You just tell that freaking eagle to stay away from our aircraft carriers. (laughs) Hey, right, John? Yeah, no shit, huh? Get the fuck. Stay in your lane, boy. Stay in your lane. I'll tell you what, man. You want to fucking hoot with the owls, you better be ready to soar with the eagles right. in the morning. Well, the Glover Texera fight and the Rashad Evans one, that's going to be an interesting fight. You got two real strong strikers with power punching. I mean, you got highlight reels for Rashad Evans for knockouts. Same thing with Glover, though. Yeah, the problem is we got two old timers. No, they're 36. They're not that old. Mm, fight? Fight age? I mean, grand, yeah, they're on the twilight. How old are you? Yeah, I'm 36. Can you fight? No. <laughs> okay, then they're old. But I don't train like they do. Oh, so on this one, I do like okay, Texera. I seen him his highlights. The only reason I'm leaning towards Evans on this one is because I actually saw that episode when he was the coach on the um, with John Jones. No, 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 no. Fighter. Yeah, the Ultimate Fighting. Yeah. Ultimate. So fighting. he was the coach, and the opposite was Rampage, and then oh. they fought at the end of that oh, season. Rampage. That was like, and that was the season that Brandon Shaw was on. Yeah. And also Kimbo Slice. Oh. And Mitrione. Yeah, that was a good season. Actually, me and my wife got into that one. Really? We watched that one. So just watching Rashid during that, and I know he has a, I don't know what fight camp that he's out of. but It's Rashad, not Rashid. Oh, yeah, R- Rashad. Sorry, my bad. Jeez. <laughs> Messing up all these names. Um, so I want to go with Rashad on this one. Okay. I'll go Evans. Really, I'm taking Glover Texera. Damn, so far we're opposite on, on both fights. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, because Glover actually went. The only thing I'll say, though, is Rashad, when he Can went against... When he get, went against John Jones, he actually put up a good fight. Like he's one of the few guys that really he went after him. I heard that when they're you know during, when I was watching the Sunday fights when they're advertising for this fight. That's other time. And his nickname is Sugar. Yeah. Sugar, Sugar, how'd you get so fly? 
Yeah, they, man, their records are pretty close, 24 and 4. Yeah, they're real similar. I think Glover's going to take them, though, because, I mean, look at the... Glover hits harder. KO TKO record, 63% of Glover's fights end in KO. He's going to... I have a feeling he's going to clip Rashad and finish it with a TKO. Yeah, they're pretty similar. Uh, Glover has a one-inch reach advantage over Evans. All right. So we'll what about the, the Machida-Henderson fight? Another old-timer fight here. Oh, Oldie but goodie. Wait, is that on the same card? That is on the same card, my man. Check it out. It's a, was that considered a co-main event? 22 and 7, 31 and 14. It's a lot of fights. Brazil and U.S. God, that dude's been around the block, huh? A little bit. What are you looking at, Shots? Who do you Hendo. think? Hendo? Yeah, man. I don't know. The Brazilian. Leo Machida, the he's dragon. Lost seven times. He's lost four. Dan Henderson, times. Hindo. That's a pretty close. That's a pretty close fight, though. But okay, Dan Henderson's overhand right is fucking the most brutal overhand right in like probably the entire UFC. If he catches Machida, Machida's going to go into a night night for a very long yeah, time. Machida's got two inches of freaking reach on him too. And Machida's hard to hit. No, the reach is the same. That's the height. Oh yeah, seventy three inches height versus seventy one. The reach is both seventy four. He has a little bit of a leg kick advantage, which works for Machida because he's uh, known as a as a striker with his feet, right? His legs, leg strikes. No, he's got fast hands. He fast knocked hands. out Rashad Evans brutally too. All right, um, I'll let you go first, Brian. I'm probably gonna go with Dan Anderson. Well, I want to get one win right, so I'm gonna go with Dan Henderson also. <laughs> yeah, I'll go Henderson as well. Sorry, the dragon. Even though the Leo Machida's ranked number five, Henderson's ranked fourteen. Go on with the upset. Which is sad too. No, we're going with our soil. Yeah, that's true. I am voting all USA. America. <laughs> America. 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 Uh, I'm pretty sure we say America. Donald Trump for America. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Is that it? That's pretty much. I mean, who got, was the uh, who was the two ladies there? Nama Junior, yeah, Nama Junas and uh, Torres. Yeah, let's. Who who are these two? Oh, this girl's a murderer. Rose, can you bring that screen up? Oh, she's, she's that's the one that beat, that, beat up uh, Paige Van Zandt. Yes, yeah. that's and that's what I was getting to Jesse, earlier. Tilted. Real, anybody that's listening to this, go ahead and Google search Paige Van Zandt. You're not going to be disappointed. No. When I mentioned about Giants being with little people, J.J. Watt, you guys don't know who he is. He's the greatest. Right now, he's the number one defensive man in the NFL. Plays uh, for the Houston Texans. The dude's a beast. He's massive. Him and Paige, go ahead and Google them side by side. Yeah. that's uh, Those are Giants mating with little people. <laughs> <laughs> the tiny tornado. But this girl, Rose, you can Google, uh, you can uh, YouTube search that fight between her and Paige. That was a good fight. Dang. That little girl. Paige took a beating, but she showed a lot of heart. But look at, okay, Rose, all of her wins are by submissions, every single one of them. So that says that her stand-up game is uh, has a lot left to be desired. I don't know anything about this tiny tornado. Last name's Torres, not mad at that. Number three versus number four. This looks like it's going to be a good fight. What do you think about that shaved head there, shots on Rose? Not Sexy? Really digging though, shaved head. No, you guys kind of have the same haircut. Ah, she's kind of hot. Tilt the screen down just a little bit. Yes, sir. There we go. She's tough. Yeah, she's she looks tough, like yeah. she definitely looks like she could build a bridge. Go ahead and Google her. How do you pronounce her last name? Namajunas. Rose Namajunas. Yeah, both of them 115 pounds. 
Oh man, that's gonna be a good fight. I want to look for a tiny that. woman. I'm dude. gonna go for Rose on this one. I bet both of those girls are straight break you. They fuck off. Oh, gotcha. and they're both from USA, dude. I, I think I'd gotta go with Rose on that one too. I want to see that. I want to see that. That's gonna be on Saturday. Submission Saturday yeah. night, right? Yeah, Saturday, April sixteenth. So that's coming up. Fish tacos at Brian's. So, <laughs> no yes, fish tacos at my house. Boom. Yeah. There it is. So the town of Tornado, she's only won by decision seven times. See, and that worries me. Like when somebody's it's only always decision. Yeah, she hasn't figured her game out yet. Rose is gonna t- submit her third round. I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess she's won 100% by submission. So I guess if Rose can get her on the ground, if if Little Tornado can stay off her, stay on her feet, I mean, maybe she'll be all right. I don't know. We'll have yeah. to check that out. Now, the other fight on here is Cub Swanson. This guy is a fun fighter to watch. Yeah, I am kind of looking forward to that. I've heard some talk about him. And that one, I'm going to go with Cub Swanson. I don't think Hackren has got Damn, a Damn, look at those tattoos. 21-7, Yeah, well, there you go, John. USA, number six. Cub Swanson. Yeah, definitely go, going with him. I got to go America. 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 Even his shorts. tribals and all kinds of shit on him. Yeah, but he has the stars. Minus the stripes. Yeah. Bet that dude straight freaking lacy, man. Mmm. <laughs> In the right way. I don't know how. I don't like that grunt. That mmm. Yeah, you do. We about ready to wrap this thing up, guys. That's about it. We'll, we're gonna have to get back next week and check these predictions. See My money's do. on Brian. Oh shit, on! I think <laughs> yeah. Brian make, Brian makes some pretty good predictions. Hey, real quick before I freaking unplug here, uh, definitely freaking went dirt bike riding over the weekend. Oh, how's that? Sunday. Oh, it was brutal. Did you destroy um, your rotator cup or something like you said? Yeah. So oh, he's such a baby. <laughs> now, such a crybaby. You have to give me a break here. It's the first time I've ever rode a dirt bike. So. Oh, God, it was hard. Um, it was a four-stroke, a little 250, not that big, not that fast. Um, I think it's a Kawasaki YXF or some bullshit like that. Either way, uh, it wasn't a two-stroke. You know, anybody that's ever owned a two-stroke, it's a, uh, you know, one-kick freaking, you know, one-kick bike there. And just ying, 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 ying. That's a little way a two-stroke sounds. That four-stroke, you're just kicking away at it. Next thing you know, you're winded, lost a freaking Big Mac, and you're soaking wet in sweat, trying to freaking get this bike to start. Now, my buddy, Thomas, he tells me, this is how you got to start this bike. Pump the gas two times, hold it all the way to the rear, find top dead center, kick it like a mule. Okay, you got it. Check, After check, he, and check. Yeah, no shit, huh? Yeah, After he tells me all that stuff... Bike fires up, ready to go. Because he's right there. Exactly. Of course, it's going to work right away so the first time. here I am. I'm riding this bike. I'm all over the place. Um, not giving it too much stuff. You know, I'm being very respectable with the motorcycle. Uh, we're going up and down small little hills. And the next thing you know, he's like, hey, make sure you're in first gear. And don't, don't, you know, don't be afraid to give it any fuel. If you get halfway up, you ain't got enough throttle. The bike's going to die on you. You got a champ. Is he expecting you to remember all this? Yeah. No shit, huh? <laughs> One time instructions. With a fucking helmet on. All I'm hearing is <laughs> Okay. And thumbs up at him. Here I go up the freaking hill. Bike dies on me. I turn around, roll back downhill, fire it off, throw in second gear, pop the clutch. Anybody at Southern knows that. Fire it back up without having to kickstart it. And then 
I go back up the hill again. I make it up. So it started no problem. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you're rolling, it's called jump starting. Anyway, not jump starting, but um, yeah, I drove roll a standard. Start, whatever. I know how to jump start a car. I'm Mexican. Cross What's the border. Up? Cross the border. But anyway. Oh wait, wait. Jump start. I was thinking something else. All right. So either way. either way, I roll down. I give it another shot. Two shots later, I finally make it up this fucking hill. I'm feeling like a champion. Like, ah, the tiger. I'm dun, serious. Dun, it's crazy. That's no easy uh, way <laughs> I know, right? Mm-hmm. Don't worry, guys. You'll get a little taste of that here in a little while. But um, I make it up to the top. Now, I'm feeling pretty confident. We're riding, riding, riding. Three hours later, you know the shots is feeling real confident. <laughs> I've only wrecked <laughs> twice. He's going to go for his first aerial. <laughs> Superman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Motocross. So, hey, my freaking shoulder hurts right now just thinking about it. But, uh... I go, I made a right-hand turn, hit the front brake, wiped out, the front end washed out from under me. No big deal. No scratches, no bruises. So the first trick didn't work out. No, no, no. Hold on. Hear me out. So I go down this one hill. My front wheel hits a big-ass rock. Now, anybody that's rode a dirt bike, you got to ride the back brake. You got to ride the front brake just ever so slightly. You don't want to go overdo it on the front brake. But I did. Hits that freaking rock, washes me right the hell out. No, not endo. But the bike, gravity's a motherfucker. It happens so freaking fast. Especially when you're going down a hill like this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like very, very steep decline. decline, At least 10, 11% degrade. So that time I wreck, I'm like, that's not happening anymore. So I'm paying attention. Hour goes by. I actually get a couple jumps in. Uh, you know, I just you know, go ahead and try it like I'm on a BMX, and I made a couple jumps. Now, mm. I get super ballsy. Yes. There. Here it comes. He loves nuts. But either way, <laughs> I get to this one, like, not even a slope. It was like a very steep but short jump, like ramp type looking thing. Yeah, small it's, bump. It's dirt, obviously. Not even small. It was pretty big. Yeah, small So I'm like, you know what, man? I'm going to go ahead and just get it. You know what I'm saying? Get yeah. it. So I freaking, yeah. And then when I hit the freaking hill, I didn't really account for the fact that the bike was going to do this. Front wheel so up. as I did that, I'm throttling even more. And first gear for the front end just reared the hell up. You just hit a wheelie. Oh, it was in an extreme yeah. wheelie. Now, this is hell the bad yeah. part is I was doing about 25, 30 mile an hour. At least hell yeah, maybe fifteen. But it felt like a lot of speed. How much liquid survive? courage is in there, in your tank? No, 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 no liquid courage. I actually only had maybe at that moment in time for the entire day two beers. Good for you. Ounce Don't drink and drive, wow. kids. No, that the reason Service why is the first time I'd ever freaking been on a dirt bike. I wasn't gonna come on, man. I got Thank enough brains from that. But either way, bike's fine. I'm fine. Shoulders a little sore. Um, well, you were geared up. You sent me that snap of you on the bike. Yeah, definitely. Is that your buddy's I, gear? Yeah, I look like a gear. professional freaking Yeah, you're rider, suited huh? up. You got the helmet. Helmet. You got the chest, chest plates, protector. Had even shin guards, legs. shoulder guards. Here's yeah, what you didn't have. All that doesn't fucking matter when you got 220 pounds slamming yeah, down Here's what you didn't have. Gloves. Yeah, Gloves. That didn't. What? And, and that's if, how you messed up your hand. <laughs> it, yeah. If you look at my Hit left hand. Head to toe. Not shoulders to feet, hands. <laughs> no shit. Who runs a fucking dirt bike without a glove? So, yeah, um, on my second crash going down the hill, whenever I freaking washed out, my front wheel washed out, uh, the, the bike obviously went to the ground like a sack of shit, and I went flying like even a bigger wet sack of dicks, and I slammed into a bunch of freaking rocks, and my hand got cut open. 
But either way, I'm okay. It's it's working out. I was hoping to God it wouldn't get infected. It's it's not even like a cut. It's a it's a chunk missing. There's like nothing there. It's kind of crazy. But I'll be all right. I'm is a big your boy. is your uh, Snapchat public or is it private? Uh, you know I don't even know. I but wish I, we could have shown that video of you were like, "This is your boy, the shots," or AKA Iceman. Is that <laughs> you know, video still on here? No, no. It deletes. Yeah. What's the fucking point in that app? I'm not the only person that's new to Snapchat, apparently. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Don't uh, worry. We'll talk off air. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah. work it out. We'll figure something out. Okay, guys. Um, the brain, do you have anything else to add before we um, conclude this? No. <laughs> all right. So, unload all, unload all at weekly.shots.com. Unload all at weeklyshots.com. Sorry, forgive me. I'm still getting used to this, guys. Unload all at weeklyshots.com. There's two T's in shots. Please, if you have anything you want us to research, talk about, if you have any funny stories you'd like us to bring Mm, up and tell to everybody, send us an email. Let us know what you want to hear. Everybody in Alabama, I'm getting ready to punch this out to you as soon as I post this up. I'm letting you know on Facebook. So I'm talking to you into the future kind of right now. So I'm going to post this to you. I want you to listen to it. That previous, uh, you know, the first the first podcast, we was getting used to the mics, getting used to how to do everything. I had a couple beers, you know, language barrier. It's all good. I love you guys. Hang in there, but, people. Um, it's going to get better. Yeah. But, Stick um, with us now. Yeah. Other than Don't that, give up on me. Uncle Daddy carried away. No, no. That's it right there. That's, that's a wrap right there. Yeah. Remember, that's Weekly Shots, spelled S-H-O-T-T-S. Every time I start Google searching Weekly Shots, it comes up shorts. <laughs> weekly Shorts, auto, auto print. Well, that's it, boys. That's a wrap. See you guys next week. See you next week. Peace. Peace.